These are the vineyards we didn't plant. Amen. This is the city that was given unto us. This is the place of grace. Come on, somebody say amen. amen. Is it a bit cool in here? It is. Can we turn that up just a bit? Can we turn it up just a bit? Amen. Galatians chapter 2, verse 20. Now, I would normally go into what, is, what, what I would call, amen, Anna's favorite part of the service. Amen. Glory to God. But because we are doing an abbreviated service, amen, glory to God. And I need as much time as possible to go ahead and teach this, amen. Glory to God. We're going to bypass that. Can we pull it up on the screen? Today, we're on part 42 of intentional growth, and we're still talking about the attitude of grace. Amen. So I need y'all to work with me on that. Amen. The attitude of grace. Amen. Glory to God. Good to see you, brother. Amen. Glory to God. So we're going to work with this attitude of grace, and we're talking about reprogramming yourself to grace. Reprogramming yourself to grace. Now I know what you're saying. You're saying that, uh, amen, when you hear that title, you're saying that, amen, apostle, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't think I need to reprogram. I'm, I'm waiting on God to reprogram me. Amen. And that's why some of you still waiting. Amen. Glory to God. You're still waiting because you're waiting on God to reprogram you. Amen. It, it is not God that reprograms you. Oh, we got quiet. Amen. It's not God that reprograms you. Amen. It's God that renew you, cause rebirth. Amen. Glory to God. But the reprogramming come with you working with the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody say amen. So God ain't going to do it because if you resist God in the reprogram, see, most of us get saved and then resist the reprogramming. So if you don't do the work that is needed to reprogram, God ain't going to override your authority in your life. In other words, God ain't going to fight you for your mind. You might want to write that down. God is not going to fight me for my mind. Amen. Glory to God. He's not going to do that. Amen. Either you're going to give it to him or you're not. Amen. Anyway, I can get a little volume on this. I got I to preach this evening. They're going to put me outside to preach. Amen. Glory to God. So I got to save as much vo voice as possible. Amen. Glory to God. I try not to do too much screaming. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Over five years ago, I made a statement in a series that I was teaching. Amen. I said this was Pastor Ingrid's favorite uh, series up until that point. I don't know what it is now, but she said that series really did something. Amen. And that was a series of understanding the new covenant or the new testament. Amen. Glory to God. And in this series, I said something. This is what I said. Amen. I said, religion will lead people to the place of learning to love their chains. Religion leads you to the place of learning to love your bondage. Somebody say amen. Amen. Glory to God. So in Galatians chapter 2, verse 20, it says this here. I am crucified. Come on, read it with me. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live, yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. And the life which I now live, come on, say, I now live. I now live in the flesh. I live by faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. I do not frustrate the grace of God. The grace of God is divine assistance, supernatural assistance. We know that. We're, 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 well, we're well into it. Amen. And listen to me. I want to say this here. I don't want you to get comfortable and familiar with what you're receiving here. Somebody say amen. Amen, amen because we, we, we're literally traveling everywhere teaching the people of God about these truths, and they have never heard of them. And they're not comfortable or familiar with them. One lady came up. I was giving away a book at the Kingdom Victory Campaign this past week in Monroe, and I'm giving away a book, and she comes up. 
and can't move that leg at all. Amen. Glory to God. And she get the book and she's on her way. And this is before I preach or anything. So, you know, you want to do this during the altar call moment. Amen. Glory to God. I'm ministering to the needs of the people. But the Holy Ghost would let me go. And, and I stopped and said, what, 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 what's going on with your leg? And, and she told about what happened to her leg. Amen. Glory to God. So I said, no, come, back, come on back up. Here. Amen. You get what go with the book. Don't just get the book. You got something that go with the book. So come on, get this. Amen. So we laid hands on her right there. Amen. Glory to God. We rebuked the pain. We commanded to leave. Amen. Glory to God. And this woman that couldn't bend her leg at all. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. I didn't wait on it or anything. You know how you wait on it to see how you feel now. I, I didn't do that, amen. I said, now bend your leg. She looked at me. I said, bend your leg. She bent her leg. Next thing you know, she was running through the sanctuary. I mean, sprinting. Am I, am I? She was running through the sanctuary, amen. Glory to God. And, and, and listen, they, they piled into that place every night to hear these truths. Amen. So I don't want you to get familiar and just say, oh, this, I already know what I need to know about grace. If you knew everything you needed to know about grace, the Holy Ghost wouldn't think you needed this. Don't resist the reprogramming. Somebody say amen. 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 So now nearly with 25 years of ministry, this is what I found out, uh, Pastor King. I found out that, that in church, I'm talking about in church, in churches, amen, that most of our faith, most of our prayers, most of our praise, most of our giving, and even our living has been founded on the wrong covenant. So we've been praising and singing, but it's been based on the other covenant or the old covenant. And we've been trying to live based on the requirements and the conditions of that covenant. Amen. Glory to God. Most new covenant believers don't know how to be new covenant believers. Now, when I say new covenant, I'm talking about the covenant Christ brought. Amen. The covenant of grace. Most people live in grace or in grace, but don't know how to live in grace. That's a good term. Thank you, Holy Ghost. You might want to write that down. Most people are in grace, but don't know how to live in grace. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. They are in grace, but they don't know how to live in grace. They don't know how to walk according to the, to the, to the, to the rules of engagement for this covenant and operate according to how God said. And the church said, Amen. Amen. Glory to God. So most of their most of their living, their praising has been based on the, the old covenant or the wrong covenant. I'm calling it the wrong covenant. Amen. Glory to God. Because that covenant ain't do nothing but point out our wrongs. That's why God said the covenant was not perfect. It was incapable of producing in us. It can only point out what's wrong with us. And that's what it was designed to do. It was designed to point out you have a problem and God need you need Jesus in order to deal with your problem. But now that I have Jesus, I don't need nothing or nobody pointing out no problems. Y'all got quiet right there. It don't mean that I didn't have any in my flesh. It means that the Holy Ghost will lead me to a place of fortifying me to line up with what he's done in my spirit. Somebody say amen. amen. Romans chapter 6, verse 4, real quick, 14, verse 14. Now, we're not under that covenant no more. We're not under that. Turn that real quick. When you got to say, whoop, there it is. You are underlining in your Bible, right? You are highlighting in your Bible, right? Amen. Come on, y'all not talking to me. Amen. Yes. Amen. I'm going to be gone in a few minutes. Amen. Glory to God. At least I say I am. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Galatians, I mean, Romans chapter 6, verse 14. Watch what it says. For sin shall have not, sin, sin, for sin shall have, have, do, have, sin shall not have dominion over you. There we go. Amen. For sin shall not have dominion over you. For you are not under the law, but under grace. grace. Come on, say amen. Now, listen to what it says. 
Sin won't have dominion unto you, over you, but it said this, for you are not under the law. That for is important. Here's what the for means. Amen. Glory to God. This is the old English, amen, uh, 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 breakdown, grammatical breakdown. The word for in that scripture means because. Amen. So now we'll read it with because inserted right there. For sin shall not have dominion over you because you are not under the law, but you are under grace. You mean to tell me that what I am under, amen, glory to God, what I am under, hallelujah, can we get those kids to come in, amen, glory to God, so they can be a part of this worship experience. Thank you so much, amen, glory to God, amen. Come on, say, I am not under it. What I am under either calls an effectiveness or an ineffectiveness. If I'm under the law, it makes me unable to walk out this. But if I'm under grace, I now have the ability. Well, where did I get the ability from? Heaven got involved. Sin does not have dominion because when heaven gets involved, sin has no power. Somebody say amen. 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 Come on, say I'm under grace. Amen. Look at somebody and say I'm not over there. Under the law. Now we're gonna to have to learn to, to we're gonna to have to learn to sever ties with the law. You don't keep some of the law. Somebody say amen. You get you chunk it, you get rid of it. Come on, say you get rid of it. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Those that don't know what chunk it is, that's an old country term to mean throw that thing as far as you can. Chunk it. Amen. Come on, somebody say chunk it. Chunk it. Amen. Listen to what the law was. The law is a covenant that is based on your performance. It's based on what you can do. Come on, say my performance. That's what the law was. The law was based on how well you've been doing this and how well you've been. If you showed up to church and if you come into church and if you pray and if you took communion and if you got anointed and if you got baptized and if you doing this and if you didn't go out and if you didn't curse and if you didn't drink and if you didn't smoke and if you did everything right, it's all about you. That's what that, lo- that covenant was. Amen. Hallelujah. But that's not the covenant of grace. The covenant of grace is based on what Christ did. Now, the law is based on what you do, but the covenant of grace is based on what Christ did. Amen. So now my faith goes into what Christ did. Now, that controls what I do. That's why sin don't have dominion over me. Because I'm so engulfed in what Christ did that my desire and my appetite now flows from Christ. It's not that I don't, I'm not righteous because of anything I do, but it's because I now, I don't want to do that stuff no more because my appetite changed because heaven got involved. So it's not me over here trying not to do stuff that I want to do. It's me over here taking dominion over my flesh so my flesh won't drag me into stuff I don't want to do. Somebody say amen. 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 It's not that I want to get my lick back. Amen. You know when somebody playing on your top, amen, glory to God, amen, glory to God. Amen. We we call it insignificant being petty and trifling, amen. We saw the definition, amen. Glory to God. It's not that I want to get my lick back now that I'm saved and filled with the Holy Ghost. It's that I'm programmed to get my lick back. So now I got a program working in the background against the nature that is in my spirit now i don't want to do this that's why when you do go ahead and flash out at work you feel bad about it y'all ain't, y'all ain't never did y'all ain't never had this 
Let me go to this side. Everybody over here. These are flashing our crew over here. Amen. Glory to God. You know, you remember the time you used to be able to flash out and go to sleep? It don't even bother you. Amen. Stay up and see if you're on the news. Amen. Glory to God. You didn't care. How many of y'all remember that? Amen. Glory to God. Now, now when you do it, you're feeling all bad and everything and your heart heavy and everything. It's because your nature don't want to act like that. But there's a program operating that hadn't changed yet. Somebody say amen. Amen. And that program has a virus. It has a virus. And watch this. You can't fix that program. You got to wipe the system. It has to be cleansed. Somebody say amen. All right, so watch how this works. Amen. So, 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 so watch it. The, the old covenant, the law covenant is based on your performance. The covenant of grace is based on what Christ did. And it's based on your faith in that. I believe in what Jesus did is enough. That's why we say in the confession, his sacrifice is sufficient for me. In fact, let's go ahead and say it real quick. Amen. Come on. Lift your hands and repeat after me. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. I live the grace life. Things work in my faith. I have the power and the resources of heaven. At my disposal, I partner with God for the work of the kingdom. I live in high expectation of everything Christ deserves. His sacrifice is sufficient for me. Now, when we say that part, I got some more to say. I do not frustrate the grace of God. I live the grace life. Now, when I say his sacrifice is sufficient for me, what I'm saying is it's enough. It's enough for what? <laughs> Listen to me. No, no, no. We've been having it wrong. We've been having it wrong. Pastor Stephen, if you can stand there, Pastor Johnson, if you can stand over here. Amen. Pastor Stephen, you will represent, amen, glory to God. You represent uh, heaven. Amen, glory to God. Pastor Johnson, you represent my problem. Amen, glory to God. What we've been thinking we need, watch this. When we quote that, we've been saying his sacrifice is sufficient for me. We've been thinking that his sacrifice is sufficient for the problem. So when we're thinking about that, we're thinking, amen, glory to God. What Jesus did is enough to deal with this. That ain't what that that statement's saying. See, you've been problem conscious too long. Wrong program. Hallelujah. Watch this. His sacrifice don't satisfy the requirements of the problem. The problem, come on, just point your fingers out like that. The problem is not giving me demands on what I need in order for it to be satisfied. Well, it's trying to, but I'm not listening to his demands. No, when I say his sacrifice is sufficient for me, it is for the requirements that heaven had. So heaven said, I need this, this, and this to be lined up. I need this to be worked out. I need you to be, I need you to be perfect and upright. I need, now watch this. His sacrifice re- fits the demands and the requirements of heaven, not the problem. Now, I ain't got to worry about the problem. See, the problem is this. You've been trying to believe God for stuff to deal with the problem. No, just declare that what Jesus did is enough for heaven to get involved. And heaven will deal with the problem. It is not, amen, glory to God. It is not me. Notice I didn't have to tell it to sit down. I didn't have to tell it to line up. I didn't have to tell it to act right. I didn't have no heaven got involved. And when heaven got involved, it dealt with the problem. Come on, say his sacrifice is sufficient for me. When I understand that, I'll stop wrestling with problems. 
Amen. Glory to God. I don't care where the problem is. Amen. If the problem is your money, I'll stop rep- wrestling with it. His sacrifice is efficient. If heaven get involved in my money, my money going to blow. We about to blow up. My money, my money going to expand. Amen. Amen. If, he, if heaven gets involved in my marriage, then my household going to line up. If heaven gets involved with my kids, then my children going to get straight. If heaven gets involved, amen, your car ain't acting right, get heaven involved. Y'all got quiet. Come on, say it is sufficient. It is sufficient. See, what condemnation does, amen, glory to God, hallelujah. Condemnation, come on back up for the illustration one more time. One more time. Done with yet. Hey, I ain't fired you, done. Done back there looking like you don't even know. I need you, done. Amen. Come on. Come on. Come on. Come on up over here, done. Amen. So this is heaven. Step out a little bit. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. How beautiful are the feet of those who preach the glad tidings. I like them. Amen. Glory to God. So, so watch this. Heaven being involved. Amen. They're looking to come in. Amen. Glory to God. Can somebody help them? Amen. Kevin, oh, Lewis, can somebody? Thank you, Pastor Ingrid. Come on, Don. You got an illustration. They're, they're coming. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So watch how this works. Heaven being involved. Watch heaven, heaven being involved. This works. So heaven gets involved when I'm not problem conscious. It don't mean I don't have one. Just, just kind of walk around and keep trying to whisper to me. Amen. It don't mean I don't have a situation trying to tell me something going on. Listen to what it's doing. It can't make me do nothing. It's beckoning for my attention. And when I realize that it's trying to get my attention. Are y'all with me right now? When I realize that it's trying to get. Come on. You see it beckoning? Come on, heaven. Just step back a little bit. Step back, step back, step back. Amen. So I have to get heaven involved. Oh, glory to God. Do you see the problem still beckoning? Amen. Still married, but still got stuff whispering. Yeah, yeah, Bill's whispering at me. Amen. Oh, come on, come on. We got a spot up here. Amen. Glory to God. Clear that off for him. Amen. Glory to God. Good to see you all. Amen. Glory to God. Come on, say heaven is involved. I can't hear you. So guess what the problem is trying to do? It's trying to get my attention. I can't hear you. It's trying to get my if I give it my attention, I frustrate the grace. So my resistance in faith is me resisting that the problem is trying to get my attention. If I can ignore, if I can learn to ignore the problem, not ignore my spouse, but ignore the problem. See, you've been ignoring people, but won't ignore the problem. You let the problem talk to you and make you act out. Somebody say amen. Now, done, you'll be condemnation, and I need you to rush in real quick. Amen. Back up, heaven. Amen. Glory to God. So now I got the problem trying to get my attention. Heaven wants my attention. If I give heaven my attention, heaven can get involved. And right before I get heaven, condemnation rush in. So now here I am thinking, I can't do. I can't be. I'm unfit. I'm unworthy. I'm unclean. I'm incapable. It's not possible. I'm insignificant. They don't, they don't love me over there. I'm in fear. All these things are rushing in because right when I get ready to get heaven involved, condemnation is blocking it. Do you see it now? Now watch how it works. Condemnation. You see how condemnation acts. It deals with you. Condemnation only deals with you. Condemnation say, I am not fit to be used. 
I am unworthy to be received. I am, I am, I am, I am, I am. Amen. This is how you deal with condemnation. It's not about me. The moment you tell me I'm incapable, I say, you're right, but his sacrifice is sufficient for me. The moment I start saying that, the moment you start saying I'm unfit, you say, you're right in myself, but his blood did a cleansing in me. I don't have to deal with the weight of what the enemy try to bring on me. Heaven deals with that. And if I get heaven involved, it'll drive out all condemnation. Somebody say amen. Go ahead, have a seat. Amen. Glory to God. My time passed and I told you that we, we got to go. So real quick, turn to Romans 12. Real quick. Amen. Glory to God. We must, be reprogram we must reprogram ourselves to, to live from this place of grace. Romans 12. It got to be reprogrammed. Amen. Remember I said there's a software working in the background. Amen. I didn't flash out because I wanted to flash out. <laughs> if I did, I wouldn't feel bad after flashing out. I'm not talking about me. I'm talking about you right now. Amen. Glory. Y'all ain't got to look at me and be like, are you flashing out? Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Are you flashing out? Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. So your flesh want to do something that goes contrary to what your spirit is doing. Amen. And it's because of the program that's working. Romans chapter 12, verse 1, it says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present yourself a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto which is, verse 2 says this here, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the, the renewing of your what? Your mind. Amen. Now remember, that, remember I said this, you wrote down something, first thing you wrote down, that God is not going to fight me for my mind. He's not going to fight me for my mind. Amen. Either I'm going to submit it to him or I'm not. But God is not going to fight me for my mind. Somebody say amen. 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 So watch what it says, that we are, trans, we, are not, we are transformed by the renewing of our mind. Write this point down real quick. Pull it up for me, uh, uh, Lindsay. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Most people get saved and operate from an old, ineffective program. Just because you got saved, listen to me. You getting saved is the equivalent of the children of Israel coming out of Egypt. Them coming out of Egypt was the shadow of your salvation. How long did it take them to come out of Egypt? Amen. It just took some plagues. We get some plagues going. Amen. Glory to God. We'll be able to get you out. Pharaoh going to let you go. Ain't nothing he's going to be able to do. He's going to tell you to get out. Amen. So they actually got kicked out of Egypt. Amen. Glory to God. Because the frogs start showing up and the, the blood start coming and the firstborn start dying and, and, and the locusts start coming and all these things start happening. Pharaoh said, y'all are evicted. Get out of here. You can't stay here no more. Kick them out. Amen. Glory to God. So it didn't take a long period of time to get them out of Egypt, but it took 40 years to get them into Canaan. Most believers come out but never enter into. So there they are wandering in a wilderness because why didn't they, why didn't they go in? Amen. Glory to God. Because they trust God to bring them out, but they wouldn't trust him to bring them in. Every time they came into a problem, they, tr they didn't trust him. They didn't trust that he would provide for them. They didn't trust he would give them water. They didn't trust that he would give them food. They complained about the food. They complained about the water. They, complained. they didn't trust with the enemies. They didn't trust with the giants. They didn't trust with all these things. And we, we trust God to deliver us from our sin. Save me. But once you get 
saved? Do you trust him to bring you into the next thing? So when God starts trying to bring you into it, there you are wrestling with God about what you think you think you know about a book he wrote. So when God starts pointing out about grace, you start arguing in your mind. That can't be right there. That can't be just what it is. Got to be more than that. God wrote the book. Somebody say amen. amen. I don't get to argue with God when he's trying to bring me into it. So let, let, let's look at it. Watch what it says. Now, now, read the point back to me to read. Amen. Your operating system is the thing that is controlling your decisions, not your nature. I don't care if you're born again and you have the nature of God in you. Now, the scripture says in 2 Peter, uh, uh, 2 Peter chapter 1, verse 3 and 4, that we now have, according to his divine nature, he has given us everything that pertains to life and godliness, and that by these we may be partakers of his divine nature. Amen. Glory to God. So now, now that we have his nature, amen, your nature don't control your decisions. Your nature controls your appetites and enable you, but it don't decide. It's your program. Who Jesus, y'all got? <laughs> okay. I don't know what I said. So, <laughs> know what I said? Flowing by the Holy Ghost, Amen. Glory to God. Your nature, the nature of God, controls your appetite. What I want. That's why you'll get saved, Amen. Glory to God, and you don't want to go to the club no more. Like, man, I'm going to change. I'm gonna... But then you can't stop because you're expecting your nature to control your decisions. You get your nature and everything. You're like, man, I don't want to do this no more, man. I don't want to live right. I want to get married. Amen. But then you won't settle down and make a decision because you're expecting your nature to make the decision. Y'all got quiet on that part. Somebody say Amen. God giving me his nature doesn't make any decisions for me. All it does is give me a new taste bud for what I want in life. Yeah. And then it empowers me to live it out. Yeah. But if I don't decide, I don't have anything for it to empower. It's my program that does the decision. Come on, say my program. My program does that. My software does it. Amen. So let's go ahead and break it down. Your, your operating system comes from a variety of places. Amen. Amen. Come on, say this with me. Say, somebody has been programming me. Been I can't hear you. Somebody has been me. And listen, I, I, somebody has been programming you, and they've been doing it since you showed up on the earth. So they come from a variety of places. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Here's the first place your, 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 your program can come from, your operating system. Number one, it can come from family. Just write it down. That's not on the screen, but just write it down. Amen. Operating system, it can come from family. What do you mean by family? It's called the family operating system. It's the way you do things in that household. And if that household has not submitted themselves to the voice of the Holy Ghost and has learned the ways of grace, then you have been programmed according to a system that works against heaven getting involved. Y'all got quiet right there. I'm talking about me too. You ain't got to say, I mean, you got to get, I'm not talking about your, your, your family. I'm just talking about the system that's working in you. Don't, don't look at me like you call them generational curses. They're not generational curses. No, they're not. They're strongholds. Amen. 
Jesus took all the curses on him. So as a believer, you don't have generational curse. What you have is an operating system that has not been removed yet. And the virus has been flowing from one generation to another. You know that operating system where all the men in the family don't settle down with nobody? Amen. And then they, they teach the young nephews. Y'all, y'all know the saying I said, amen. It's a sad mouth that only got one hole to run in. It's, it's teaching them how to have multi, always have a woman on the side. Amen. Glory. That operating system. Y'all ain't never heard that. Amen. The, the old folks say that. Amen. Glory to God. Holly. Old country folk. That's where I'm from. Amen. Glory to God. It's the operating system that's passed down. So now when you get saved, you have a desire to get married and you get married and you wonder why you can't act right. If you look straight, they won't know it's you. If you just look straight, don't don't flinch, don't do nothing. They won't know it's you. Somebody say amen. 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 What about your operating system on handling money? Amen. If you come from a family that don't know the principles of handling money, then you got an operating system that is programmed, that's uh, disrupting your decision. So now you buy things, amen, glory to God, not because you need them, but because you have an insignificance issue and the things make you feel more important. So now you spend all your money on the things when you really just need counseling. Somebody say amen. Amen. All right, that's the family operating system. Come on, say the family. If the family taught you to fight before you communicate. Oh, Jesus. Amen. That's an operating system right there. If the family taught you to never let a man, no, don't you ever depend on a man and let a man ever, if the family taught you that, that's an operating system. Somebody say amen. 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 I mean, I don't care how you post about, I want a man that's going to be all into me and I let amen. Glory. If you don't learn to operate, if you don't get a program to go with that desire, somebody say amen. 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 If the family, I was bred to fight in my family. Amen. I was bred like a people. You know, when you get certain, certain bloodlines of, of dogs, amen. Glory to God. I was the one that, 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 was, that was, amen. Glory to God. You fight and then ask questions later. Amen. Glory to God. That's an operating system. That ain't, you ain't going to be able to keep a job like that. You're not going to be able to keep a spouse like that. You're not going to be able to operate in minutes. You're going to ruin your witness like that. Somebody say amen. That's family. Amen. The next one is education. Yeah, education is operating system. Amen. That's the source of operating system. We're talking about the places your operating system could have came from. It came from your education, amen, where you learn to promote science above all else. So we go to school, and school teaches us, and nothing wrong with education. I'm, I'm, I'm telling you, I'm, I have a college, glory to God. So yes, I, I mean, I, I believe in education, amen. But I don't believe in promoting science above faith and above the word of God. So I believe science has a place, amen, glory to God, so that the word of God can prove, amen. Science don't prove the word. The word proves science. The word is the foundation. Somebody say amen. 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 What is science? Science is this. Science is only the study of something that can be revealed to your five senses. It is what you can taste, touch, smell, hear, amen, or feel. That's what science is. Amen. Glory to God. Well, if I'm in school long enough, school is teaching me to believe what I see, to believe what I feel, to believe what I hear. Everything else is considered a theory. 
So now when it comes time to trust God, God is saying, listen, I don't operate by, your, by, by, the, uh, by, the, by the principles of science. So I need you to trust me. But God, I don't have no evidence. Amen. Well, why are you arguing with God about evidence? Because science has programmed you to get evidence first before you declare it to be real. Y'all didn't see it like that. Glory to God. Amen. So there's nothing wrong with science. I just can't let science do the programming. The next one is, listen to me, you ain't going to like this one, amen, glory to God. So you got, you got family. Come on, what are the areas that, uh, that, that program us, amen, glory to God. Family, what is the next one? What is the next? Here's the next one, amen, religion. This is the place where you get your operating system from. I got it from my family. So if my family trained me a certain way, they do things a certain way, and they might not tell you to do it like that. They just showcase it in front of you your whole life. They didn't tell you to have multiple partners. They just had a bunch of men you called uncle so-and-so. Well, y'all ain't want me to preach today. The operating system just went to work. Amen. So there's family, and then there's, there's, there's education, and then there is religion. Now, listen to me, listen to me. <laughs> Glory to God. What is religion? This is, uh, 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 this is what religion is. Religion is to say what God didn't say and then say God said it. That's religion. I just posted that the other day as a reminder, amen, to reiterate. That's what religion is. It is to say what God didn't say and then to say God said it. If I make one step, amen, that ain't nowhere in Scripture, but we quote it like it is. Nowhere in Scripture. All the Scripture says is if you draw nigh to God, he'll draw nigh to you. Now, here we are limiting the steps we have to make and the steps he has to make. Amen. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. But that ain't in Scripture. So here we are singing songs, amen, about good religious rhetoric. Who y'all quiet? misconceptions that we made into messages and sermons. And there we go, quote, misled preachers. Spare no arrows. Amen. Glory to God. Somebody say amen. amen. And we wonder why we can't get, it, can't get heaven involved. We've been programmed to work against the grace. Religion helped do it. How many of you, when you join Heavenly Hope, I mean, me too, and I started Heavenly Hope, amen, glory to God. When I came here, amen, glory. How many of you had so much stuff you had to get, junk you had to get out of you, and some of that junk came from churches you were in? Come on, let's be honest, amen, glory to God. Church full of misfits, we ain't fit nowhere else. Amen, glory to God. But we found somewhere we did fit, and God started ministering to us, and then we started realizing, man, I thought all this time that this said this, amen, glory to God. Well, God is saying this here, amen, glory to God. I don't want to have to fight you for your mind. I'm not going to fight you for your mind because the only reason you want to fight me for your mind is because you think is what I said because religion gave it to you. That, do you want me to prove it? That's where that statement was birthed from. Do you want me to prove it? It was birthed from that place right there. Amen, glory to God. Never let someone teach you something they can't prove. You need to see it with your own eyes in the Word. You need to hear it right there in the Word of God. Somebody say amen. 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 Glory to God. So in the next area, amen, glory to God, that you have are experiences. 
So you program through your family. You program through education. You program through religion. You program through experiences. The things you go through. Most people, <laughs> glory to God, listen to this, do what the Holy Ghost gave me. Most people have a trauma-influenced lives. Life. They live trauma-influenced lives. Amen. Most people. Amen. What do you mean by trauma influence? Amen. Something happened to you, and now you are trying to fortify yourself to make sure this ain't going to ever happen again. Amen. 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 Glory to God. So it's a trauma influence life. How many of you have been traveling down the road, amen, going to Lafayette, amen, glory to God, and if you get in that right lane, amen, glory to God, there's a groove in the world road from the big trucks traveling that way so much that your car kind of gets stuck in that groove a little bit, amen. How many of y'all seen that before, amen, glory to God, that when it's time to switch lanes, it takes a little effort for your vehicle to get out the groove, amen. God has been trying to get you in another lane, but the groove won't let you. That just the area of thinking this way so long for so much that you just follow the track of thinking. This is just the way, this is just the way I am. Somebody say amen. 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 So it's trauma influence. It's the experience that has happened in your life. It's the grooves in the road. Amen. We have to reprogram ourselves in order to be able to do that. Now we got to find out how to return to Romans 7. Amen. Glory to God. I'm going to show you about reprogramming yourself. Amen. Glory to God. Then I'll tell you how to do it. We'll close out. Amen. Is this helping you? Yes. Amen. Now I see I need, I need a new program. We are 42 messages into this series. We are one year and three months of teaching intentional growth. That one series, we are one year and three months into it. It don't feel like it, though, do it? Amen. One year and three months of teaching this same series. How often did you go back to the notes you got last October? Here's the reason why. Because once we get it, we think we know it. Hallelujah. We think we know it, and we're excited for the three weeks that we're on that particular part of the series. And then we don't go back and look at it no more. So now it's not reinforced in us, and we can't reprogram ourselves without reinforcement. Somebody say amen. amen. All right, real quick, real quick. Romans chapter 7. Romans chapter 7. All right. Romans 7. You got it? Say, I got it. I got it. Watch this. Amen. Glory to God. I'm going to read verse 20. Amen. Glory to God. I start verse 18. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, dwelleth no good thing. Come on, say in my flesh. In my flesh. He cleared that up. He said that I know in me, but then he cleared it up. That is in my flesh. I'm not my flesh. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. For to will is present with me, but how to perform that which is good, I find not. Now, listen to what I just said. This is what I said, Pastor Leaf. I said, it's your nature that determines your appetite and empowers you. It doesn't determine your decision. Paul just said it right there. Paul just said, on the inside, I desire to please God. I just don't know how to live out my desires. Well, what's the problem, Paul? We'll keep reading. Verse 19. For the good that I would do... But the evil which I would not do, that I do. I do what I don't want to do. Watch verse 20. Now, if I do that, I would not. It is no more I that do it, but it's the sin that dwelleth in me. Verse 21. I find then a law. Come on, say a law. A law. Now, now, this is about to get good right here. Amen. Glory to God. I don't know if you're going to shout, but it's going to be good for your spirit, man. Amen. Amen. I find then a law 
that when I would do good, evil is present with me. For I delight in the law of God. That's the law of grace right there. The law of God. That's the, that's the covenant God is in. Come on, say the law of grace. The law of grace. For I delight in the law of God after which man? My spirit man wants to believe God. My spirit man wants to forgive them for what they did. My spirit wants to. Come on, say the real me. Anytime a thought pop up in your mind to say, I can't forget, I can't let that go. Amen. That's not you. That's the outer man trying to pro push his program on you. But your spirit wants to forgive. For the spirit is willing, but the flesh is See, I can't fulfill the desires of the spirit in the ability of the flesh. It's too weak to do it. Okay, let's watch what it says. For I delight in the law of God after the inward man. Come on, verse 23. Read it with me. But I see another law in my members warring against the law of my mind, bringing me. What do you mean into captivity? Bringing me into captivity. Amen. Glory to God. I want you to picture a group of people all being led away in chains like this. Amen. Glory to God. Enslaved, captured. Amen. Through the, through, through the jungle. They're just being led away. Amen. That's what happens when you, when you don't get a new software operating in you. You don't want to act like this. You don't want to do that. You don't want to go there. So that's why I don't show up. That's why you show up. Well, bitch, if you don't never preach about what we drink and what we smoke, why you don't tell us that? Tell us about ourselves. You already know about, you, about what your flesh doing. Ain't no sense in me showing up and talking about what your flesh doing. But if I teach you to get you a new software, then you can stop doing what you don't want to do anyway. Because if you wanted to do it, you wouldn't be repenting about it. You wouldn't be asking God to forgive you about it if you wanted to. So it's proof you don't want to do it. It's just that you don't know how to because you are being led through the jungle by the software, the program that you've been operating under. Saved, filled with the Holy Ghost, got the nature of God on the inside of you, and still in bondage. Somebody say amen. Amen. So there's another, come on, listen to what it said in verse, verse 23, but I see another, you might want to circle that word another, I see another law in my members. So Kiera, there's a law in my spirit, the law of grace God has given me that I want to believe, but then there's a law in my members or, or in my, my reasonable fac faculties, my mind and my soul and all of that, amen. There's a law at work and the laws don't line up. Okay, now, now, now write this point down so we can close out. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. I reprogram myself with the practice of meditation. Now, I've taught you as much as I'm going to be able to teach you today, so I'm just going to have to kind of just brush over this part. We have to go. Amen. Glory to God. I want to dig into it because it's the part I wanted to get into. I reprogram myself. Read it back to me and it reads. What is meditation? This is what meditation is. Listen to what meditation is. It's the act of intentional thinking and speaking. That's what meditation is. It's the act of intentional thinking and speaking. Amen. Most people say, I don't know how to meditate. Amen. Glory to God. That's a lie. Amen. You do know how to meditate. Amen. Glory to God. Let me see your hand if you worried before about something. You, 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 you find yourself worrying. Amen. You know how to meditate then. That's all worry is. Worry is meditating on the wrong thing. Can't sleep at night. Let me see your hand. If you can't sleep at night, you've been there before. You couldn't sleep at night because you kept thinking about that same thing. You meditate. 
Amen. Glory to God. Amen. And watch this. You activate whatever you meditate on. So you keep meditating on it. Amen. Glory to God. You know the bill do. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. So you, ha- you don't have a software that, that tells you, Pastor Jonathan, how to declare out of your mouth, my God shall supply all my needs, and I refuse to stay up all night worried about this, and go get you some sleep. So you don't have a software that teach you how to do that. So you stay up doing what you know how to do, and you don't even know you're activating the thing you don't want to happen, want to happen. Oh, Jesus, glory to God, that's good. Come on, read the point back to me again. I do what? I read. I came with a program. The scripture said this, for we all were born in sin and shaping in. We came with, with a virus. I like to say it this way. I like to say it this way. Can I say it this way without you getting offended? Amen. I like to say it this way. Anybody that has been born of a woman, amen, that has come into the earth, anybody that has come into the earth came into the earth with a mental problem. And that happened because of the fall of Adam. When Adam fell, his computer crashed, and he just handed the virus on to everybody that was born. That's why I have to be born again to get a new nature. Then I got to be filled with the Holy Ghost so that I can receive the teacher. Now, if I receive the teacher but won't receive his teaching and start meditating on it, I won't read program myself. I didn't get to this place to start pointing at trees and wind and waves and alternators and transmissions and speaking to hurricanes and stuff. I didn't get this way overnight. It took years of me meditating to reprogram myself. So you say, well, Bishop, you always want to pray for somebody. You always want to lay hands on somebody. You always want to speak to stuff because I've meditated on this stuff for so long that the software tell me to deal with it like this. Somebody say amen. amen. Glory to God. If you sit there, let me show you how meditation works. You sit there and you have a situation going on in your marriage. Amen. If you look straight, they won't notice you. So you got a situation going on in your marriage. And if you sit there and meditate on it long enough, you will start finding out why this marriage ain't going to work. And if you meditate on it long enough, you'll start seeing yourself in your own apartment. This ain't gonna work. It ain't gonna happen. This ain't gonna work. This ain't gonna work. This ain't gonna been married. Been married since Lassie was a puppy, and all of a sudden you want to vacate it and, and give it up because you can't see yourself. Come on, musicians. Amen. Glory to God. Come on. You see what I'm saying? Amen. Glory to God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'm mad. Amen. Glory to God. Then be mad and stay there. You ain't got to move that yet. Don't move it yet. Amen. Glory to God. You can take this. Amen. Glory to God. Don't take that yet. Amen. Glory. Thank you. Amen. Go ahead and have a seat. Glory to God. Amen. Musicians are coming, though. Amen. Glory to God. Be mad, but stay there. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. Glory to God. Well, I'm mad. Amen. Glory to God. It's okay to be mad. Amen. Glory to God. The scriptures say be angry. Watch this. So watch this. I can have emotions, but the software won't let me act on them. Come on, say I'm being reprogrammed. That's why I can't miss services like this. I can't miss it because I'm not just getting sermons. I'm getting, 
I have, what's the people name, amen, Tim, amen, that show up, amen, glory to God, that, 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 that come and deal with the virus and reprogram. Geek Squad, amen, that's him, amen, glory to God, from Best Buy. You know, the people show up at Geek Squad, amen. They have sat down, an IT guy called the Holy Ghost is now sitting down, amen, glory to God, saying, you got a virus, amen. Glory. But Holy Ghost, my marriage is messed up. He says, yeah, because you got a virus, amen, glory to God. Well, but my money ain't right. Yeah, because you got a virus, amen, glory to God. If I could just, give me a second, amen, give me a second. If you would take the notes off your pages that you took at church today and learn to meditate on them, you will reprogram. I can wipe your system, but I can't reprogram you. I can't reprogram you. Now, now, watch this. Amen. Glory to God. It's to act. Meditate literally means to ponder. Amen. It means to revolve. It's like a revolving door. What I learned today, I need to be doing this in my mind with it. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. I'm, well, I'm not going to do that. Amen. You done? Well, yeah. Amen. Come on. Come on, Don. You do the revolving. Amen. Glory to God so I can teach this. Amen. Amen. Just do it slowly, John. Amen. Glory to God. I need to be doing it. I need to be thinking about it all day. I need to be thinking about it. 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 I need. Matter of fact, we're not going to go in circle. We're going to walk down and walk back. I need to be thinking about it. I need to be thinking about it. You can speed up a little bit. I need to be thinking about it. 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 I need to be thinking the thoughts of grace. I need to be thinking about the grace confession. I need to be thinking about what it means for heaven to be involved. I need to be thinking about what it looked like for heaven to be involved. I need to be thinking about what my business going to look like after heaven get involved. I need to be thinking about what my house going to look like after heaven get involved. Why do I need to be thinking about this so much? Because now my thoughts are traveling the same path over and over and over and over and over. Y'all ain't caught it yet. Amen. Glory to God. I'm meditating like that because my thoughts are traveling a path so that I can get some new grooves. If I get new grooves, then come on, keep walking, Don. The same way it was hard for me to get in the plan of God, it's going to be hard for me to get out of it if my grooves get there. Glory to God. So I need to think about it over and over and over. But it don't just mean to revolve. It means to ponder, and it literally means to mutter. It means to mutter. I told you somebody going to see him and just, just say he needs to be on a commercial. <laughs> it means to mutter. Meditate means to mutter. What is mutter? Mutter means to speak to yourself. Just speak to yourself under your breath. Amen. Glory to God. I do it throughout the day. That's what med I'm meditating. Ask my wife. I'll be riding down the road and I just tell myself, you are the head and not the tail. You are above and not beneath. Amen. When you lay hands on the sick, they recover. Amen. They get up. You speak to dead people, not just dead things. You speak to dead people and they will rise from the dead. Amen. Have I risen anybody from the dead yet? Nope. But I'm getting the grooves together, though, because when the time comes, it's going to come time for me to do it. And I need a program to go with the nature that's in me. I need a software to go with the power of the Holy Ghost that's in me. And if I don't have a software to go with it, I'm not going to even try to act on this. Somebody say amen. The word, if the word didn't want me to raise the dead, it shouldn't have told me to raise the dead. Somebody say amen. So I need the grooves in there. I need the grooves. I can forgive anybody for anything. I, I say that to myself sometimes throughout the day. Nobody did me nothing, and I start saying, I can forgive anybody for anything. Amen. And then guess what the enemy do? The enemy show up with the anything. Here go your chance. Amen. But I've meditated so long that the grooves, I, I, I want to get out there in my flesh, but the grooves won't let me get out, out there. 
Is it making sense? I told you Psalm chapter 1, real quick. Psalm chapter 1. First number of Psalms, amen. I heard that old preacher again. Thank you, Don. I heard that old preacher again. You remember I told you I heard that old preacher? Amen. He told me, I said, turn to Psalms, the first chapter. I was a young preacher about 20, 23, 24 years ago. I said, I said, turn to Psalms, the first chapter. He got up and rebuked me. He said, Psalms don't have chapters. They have numbers. Amen. <laughs> so I was like, but turn to the first number. <laughs> Verse 1. Amen. Thank you. Amen. So I hear that in my mind. See, there's a groove there. So I go to Taco Bell. Y'all know I'm a vegetarian. Amen. Glory to God. Amen. And it's going very well. For those that want to know, it's like you've been doing this a long time now, almost two years now you've been on this vegetarian ship. Amen. Glory to God. And it is not hard. Amen. I don't know. I mean, heaven got involved. That's all I can say. It's not hard. Say it again. No, 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 no. no. Listen to me. See, it's not hard for me. I don't know. I mean, you struggling over there? Amen. It's not hard for me. I don't know. My wife's vegetarian. It ain't hard for me. It ain't hard for me. I don't know. You know what you're telling me? No, I, I want to go back, but I can't because I live with you. No. No. <laughs> no, you can go back to meat if you want to. <laughs> Amen. Glory to God. I thought she was saying that. So, so watch it. It's not hard for me. You write that story I'm going, going to. So I pull up. I pull up to Taco Bell, and I order the same thing every time. Like I order uh, 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 one hard shell taco, two soft tacos. Amen. They said, well, how do you eat that? You don't eat meat. I said, no, I just get the lettuce, the tomatoes, and the cheese on a shell. That's all I want. That's it. They never, see, what was it? What was it? The grooves in her mind won't let her imagine a taco without meat. <laughs> I'm serious. And you know how she said that? She said, that's not a taco. There hadn't been a time that I go to Taco Bell that they don't mess up my order. I said, I want a taco, no meat. Hold up, you want what? No meat. No meat on a taco. I want lettuce, tomatoes, and shredded cheese. That's all I want on a taco. Hold up, you don't want no meat. I don't want no meat. Next thing you know, somebody else come and get on there. Excuse me, sir, can you just tell me what you want? Like, whoa, we had to go get a manager for this. Okay, not a problem. I don't want no meat. I only want lettuce, tomatoes, and cheese on the taco. Let me get this straight, sir. You want lettuce, tomatoes, and cheese on a taco? Yeah. So you're telling me you want a taco with no meat? Yes. That's what I want. All right, when I get the taco, I got meat on it. And I said, man, how did I get meat on it? And it's because there's a groove in their mind that won't allow them to imagine a taco with no meat. Now, if that worked with tacos, I wonder what groove is stopping you from imagining something in your own household. That worked with tacos. Ask my wife. I just won't let me. I went to one Taco Bell and I said this. They couldn't get it straight. I came back, brought the taco back. I said, I didn't want any meat. And they said, hold up, you don't want any meat. And I said, no. I tell you what, put me some lettuce on the side, some tomatoes on the side, and just give me the shells. And I'll fix my own taco. See, I ain't got the grooves no more. I don't have the grooves anymore. So your mental construct is that a construct, a wall that has been erected. And this is what happens when you imagine it and God try to lead you, you run into that wall that won't allow you to go any further. So when I come out the bathroom and I say, God just told me, amen, glory to God, I just made up my mind. I just decided to be a millionaire. 
And I say that so much. Why do I say that so much? Because I'm reprogramming myself. I'm getting the software. <laughs> amen. If a million dollars showed up to some of us, amen, glory to God, it would do more damage than help. Because we don't have a program to go with a million dollars. Glory to God. So now I'm getting the grooves in there. I'm reprogramming myself according to grace. So I tell myself, you don't have to work for this. You don't have to fight for this. Receive it. Jesus sacrifices. His grace is sufficient. His sacrifice is enough. And because it is at work in you, you got to believe that. You got to say it over and over. Psalms 1 says, Bless, amen, glory to God. You got it? Come on, Michelle, get this. I quoted, amen, glory to God. Blessed is the man that walketh not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor standeth in the way of sinners, nor sitteth in the seat of the scornful, but his delight is in the law of the Lord. This verse 2, right? Amen. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and the law he do meditate therein. How often do we, how often do we meditate? I can't hear you. He don't stop thinking and talking about it. He keeps speaking to himself about it. Amen. We let people talk to us, but we won't talk to ourselves. And we let them think we're crazy, make them think we're crazy, uh, or let them make us think we're crazy to talk to ourselves. No, talk to yourself. Tell yourself, amen. Pick yourself up. Get yourself together. You got this. You can do this. Yes, you can. You're going to go back to school. You're going to finish school. You're going to get your degree. You're going to start your practice. You're going to get involved in your business. Talk to yourself. You want to get a daycare off the ground and talk about it. Amen. Glory to God. Over and over. Think about it. Get pictures of it. Amen. Glory to God. And then it says this in verse 3. But he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water, which bringeth forth his fruit in his season. Amen. His leaf also shall not wither. And whatsoever he doeth. Notice what happened when I started meditating. Whatever I do. Write down Joshua chapter 1 verse 8. That's another meditation scripture. This book of the law shall not depart out of your mouth, but you shall accomplish all therein that is written therein. Amen. That you may observe to do according to all that is written therein. There we go. Amen. And then you shall make your way prosperous. And then you shall have good success. Listen what it says. You shall make your way prosperous. Not that you shall, not God going to step in and make it prosperous. That ain't what that scripture said. You're going to make your own way prosperous by the power of God if you start practicing meditation. I live the grace life. Things work in my favor. I live the grace life. Things work in my favor. You might not know nothing but that part of the confession. I live the grace life. Things work in my favor.